<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Welcome into another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. So glad you're with us and so glad we have a special guest with us this week, Hannah. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. First of all, introduce yourself and tell us uh, a little bit about what you do. And you have a little one at home, right? Yes, thanks for having me. I was so excited when you gave me a call. Um, I am or was a reporter up in Cleveland, Ohio, and I have been in had been in the news business for about ten years, um, almost ten years before recently making the transition over into the communications business world. And my little guy was born a year ago. His name is Charlie, and he had. Uh, he played a role in my decision to move from news into communications, but uh, totally have a, a huge respect for local journalism and also um, just glad to be starting a, a new challenge in life. Yeah, talk about that. Um, I feel like for us news folks, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it becomes your identity, it becomes your who you are, and I feel like for a lot of us, it's kind of hard to get out. Uh, did you feel that pull, and what was that like to make the decision to switch careers, you know, later in life? Yeah, it was not a decision that was easy to make, and it wasn't one that I made quickly. I think I always considered my future when I would have a family, what it would look like, and I knew that. I would consider leaving the news business. Uh, that's not to say, you know, I left on on good terms. I, I like I said, really support local journalism. I believe in it, and I loved my job. I, you know, I felt like my whole heart was in it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I had a little one to consider now, and needed a little bit more of a flexible schedule and. Um, just some some things that were I was able to attain outside of news uh, and and I moved over to a, a job at, at uh, the local power company up here it's called first energy they own multiple power companies so I'm working as a communications person for them and while the decision to get out of news was hard the decision to go there was pretty simple. I mean, they just, they offer a, a flexible schedule for me. And, um, you know, if I may, I, I want to talk about just in news, how heavy some things would weigh on my heart. And, mm. and one of those things, um, I, I don't know, you know, if you guys, have, you guys have probably felt this as well, but um, I was covering just how broken the foster care system mm. is. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. And and, you know, the more I covered it and the more I learned, it was like, I want to do something more here. I, I am doing a service to the community by bringing this story to light. But 
you know, if I were to get involved, then I would create a conflict of interest and take myself out of, uh, you know, being able to report on that without a bias. So, um, when I was looking for jobs, I knew that volunteering or being able to be involved in the community was, was a priority. And, uh, first energy not only supports that, but they, you know, encourage it on their own dime. They give you certain, uh, days off, uh, in the year that you can use to go volunteer. So it's something that I could act. Yeah. So things like that, just, um, you know, I, again, I, I, it was not an easy decision, Yeah. but I wanted to do something where I could support my own family and other moms, you know, in the, in the community, whether they're biological or not. And and that's something that, that really played into my decision. So what is your best advice for, I know we have a lot of newsies who listen to this podcast, but really if Mm -hmm. you're just a working mom and you're thinking about switching careers, what, what is your best advice for women out there who are considering this, but afraid to take the next step? I think you just have to first just like dive in and see what's available because I didn't even know when I was looking, um, you know, because I told you I, I loved my job. So the thought of, of changing was scary to me. But um, I think the first step is just see what's available. And it, you know, if you get a position and you decide that you want to stay in news or stay in your current position, there's no harm done. Right. Um, right. It doesn't hurt you to know, look. I, right. And I just think knowing what's out there is a, is a you know, use your, use your, um, knowledge of what's out there to figure out what you want to do next and what's best for your family. And I'm, I'm betting, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there on a limb. I'm betting you don't have to cover the morning shift at (laughs) 3am or work every holiday or be on call. I mean, those things are probably a little bit better in a non news job, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it does, um, that scheduling it does play into um the decision but you know being in news is is all encompassing and you have you have to to make those uh sacrifices but you also get to to see some pretty cool things and make a big impact well so speaking of you know you're out of it now but looking back what was (laughs) in your you know nearly a decade in tv news what was the craziest thing that happened to you in this business you guys really created a, a family-wide debate about this. Oh, I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and um, because, as you know, just there are so many crazy things mm-hmm. that happen when you're out in the field. Um, the funny thing is the top five craziest that my family came up with all involve animals. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, whether it's like a cow on the loose or peacocks living in a neighborhood, that kind of thing. Um, but no, seriously... Uh, there are there's no shortage of crazy things that have happened but one of the craziest was um i was covering this dog attack that happened and thankfully you know everybody was okay they were hurt but um these dogs had attacked uh several neighbors and the city didn't take them away from the owner um and this was kind of like during covid so everything was just weird on how you met and, and yeah, yeah. like they yeah so they had this meeting and she wasn't in custody and her dogs weren't in custody 
So she shows up and like halfway through the meeting about her dogs at city hall, she gets angry and she starts yelling at the victims, telling them they were hypochondriacs. Like these oh. people went to the hospital. Like, right. They, yeah. They were hurt. But it's your fault. Really. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so she, you know, she's yelling at them. So of course we, we go to, to, you know, get a comment from her as she's leaving and she knew me, she had seen, you know, our coverage. Oh, are you Hannah? She right. said. And, right. Um, she knew in air quotes, words. right? She knew you uh, in air quotes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. She, um, she had some choice words for me and then she like grabbed my microphone and kind of like threw it back at me. <laughs> didn't like hurt me or anything but it was just like whoa didn't yeah. expect that yeah and then um you know we're asking her well where are the dogs where are the dogs because they weren't in custody and and she ended up shouting back at me i don't know they might just be in your backyard <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like at the time that was not cool that was very scary and yeah you know, whatever but looking back that was that was a pretty crazy experience oh my gosh so did you like call your husband like hey can you run in our backyard and make sure there's not like ferocious violent dogs waiting for us oh. when we get home yes right I mean seriously like you never know <laughs> these days what's going on with people but um it ended up, they did not end up in my backyard and well, that's good you know, it was it is not funny but that was a really crazy thing that, that is to nuts me. well it, it, you're right like you never know especially in this business how people right. are gonna react that's what i was just gonna say that's i mean that is like a perfect example of like day in a life of a reporter like you just have no yeah. idea what you're going to encounter like what your day is going to consist of which can be you know, alternatively, really fun and interesting, or just terrifying. A woman you know? yelling right. at you, yeah. and throwing a yeah. mic in your face, yeah. and threatening you with yeah. with mean dogs. Mean dogs, yeah. And right. you know, what are I you was... currently obsessed with? Do you have like a product, a TV show, um, anything? I am. I mean, I'm obsessed with Amazon, right? Like, yes. Who isn't? But <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I have, I, yeah, I definitely have an Amazon issue or, or just strength, right? Like right. Finding, <laughs> right. finding the best deals on Amazon. Um, that's just the, the way that I get through, you know, right before this, before this interview, my son was climbing the steps and we were uh, like, well, better get on an Amazon and order a gate. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Yeah. Although I'll tell you real quick, we uh, the guests we had on um, a couple of weeks ago, both guests had six kids each, which wow is crazy. Um, but they said the way that they kind of deal with with having so many children, they start letting their kids walk up and down the steps, assisted mm -hmm. at like nine ten months. Wow. Yeah. My mom told me to start to let him try yeah. it. And because it like gives them exercise, so I was like, okay, but well, and yeah, I guess if they like, if you be... teach them how to do it safely at a young age, uh -huh. then hypothetically, you know, by by in a couple of months they could do it, and you don't yeah. need a gate. I say that just so you know, I also have an almost one year old at home, and there's a baby gate, so yeah. I'm yeah. giving you advice this that sounds, I'm not taking I'd myself. Say, but... I'd say order up that gate, Hannah. Order up that gate. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. passing along something that seems to work for others. Yes. That I, yes. I, I just don't think I. There's just, whew. I, ours are also wooden. Are your steps wooden or carpeted? 
they're wooden but carpet on top so yeah. like okay. it depends on what part you would fall on yeah like, yeah what angle that. you would smash yeah, your yeah. head on yeah right. ours are like, like all yeah. wooden so i'm just like there there's yeah. just so many like possibilities for bad things to happen okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, okay, let's move on to our first article of the day. Um, this is a good one. Christmas magic or sinister surveillance. Parents weigh in Ooh. on elk on the shelf this is from cbc in london um and hannah you i'm sure you know your little one is too young for the elf on the shelf yet but obviously could could be coming in the years ahead so this article talks about this has been a debate since the elf on the shelf arrived which i didn't realize was the early 2000s yeah because it wasn't around when we were no but that's that's a long time he's been around for a minute um you know they talked to one dad who said it was the worst parenting (laughs) decision he'd ever made a mom who said it brings her child joy every morning. She sets the alarm at 3 15 a.m. Yeah, that mom, I was like, get up in yep, the middle of the night and you're taking it on the shelf. She's taking a little too far. Yeah. Crazy. Um, they also talked to a psychologist who said the elf on the shelf focuses on catching kids and being bad, which is not optimal. Mm. Um, so, the, you know, there's kind of this debate is it okay to kind of say this elf on the shelf is watching you, you should behave, or is it just a terrible idea? Um, I liked the line in this article that said there's lying and then there's storytelling. Mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. are two different mm-hmm. things. And storytelling is a myth with roots and folk custom that bring families together. Yeah. Um, so like kind Santa. Of along the lines, yes, of Santa. Yeah. Um, now, I will just admit this on here. I do not have enough on the shelf, which might be surprising since I have so many children. But first of all, I'm cheap. And I feel like <laughs> Elf on the Shelf is a bit pricey. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Second of all, I'm really, like, I just don't have the energy in me to put one more thing on my plate to have to do every day. Right. Like, I can barely make the kids' lunches for school the next day. I do not want to also have to, like, think of and find and do an Elf on the Shelf maneuver every night. Mm-hmm. It's just too much you for know, me. Mm-hmm. When I, so this was a thing for the kids that I used to babysit, which was, I guess, early 2000s. So they were leading edge. Um, Yeah. But they have, you know, when I would babysit them, the elf would move occasionally, but it didn't do all these like fancy things where they were like, you know, posed. And I was like, that's actually a good idea because you still have the storytelling and, the the art of it all but you don't have as much pressure to like make up these extravagant right scenes of the elf yeah. doing something you so know? the scene part like the parents being super creative has like kind of um that game right. has stepped up in recent years but back when you were babysitting it was just like okay oh yeah there's this elf there... he sits on the shelf like be good yeah there yes. are um yeah. there there's like an instagram handle for like elf on the shelf ideas <laughs> you guys how do i know this yes. Because I have an elf on the shelf. And so, um, so you give us your opinion. Katie. Okay, does so, it work? Does so it work? I would just say this. Um, I just looked it up. Depending on like what what elf on the shelf you want. It's like you get a book which kind of explains mm-hmm. the rules and the origin yeah. of the elf. And then you get the elf and it's like thirty bucks or so. Okay. okay so it could not be, bad. it could be a little more expensive depending on if you want like the accessories, the fancy elf, whatever. 
Um, so this is our first year doing it. We had it last year, but, you know, some River's four. She's four and a half. So this year she is all in on all things mm-hmm. magic, Christmas, mm-hmm. Santa, elf, whatever. Um, she loves it. I mean, she really? gets up every morning. and it's, Does she behave, though? So listen, yes. It's the first thing she looks for okay. is her elf. Um, <laughs> yes. Who she has named Pamela. Oh, and, interesting choice. Uh, yeah. And uh, I will say this. I sometimes think River is a little bit of a role follower. Uh, uh, and I would say more than a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's I don't know. Role, I don't yeah. know that that's like a good – is that a good thing? No, I, I think know. that okay. I wish my kids were okay. more role followers. Uh, so, good yes. for her. She follows this to a T. It's, it's – <laughs> and so <laughs> this is the sad part. Like – if I'll be like, River, you got to put on your shoes. And she's like, I don't want to put on my shoes. All I have to do is look at the elf, and she puts on her shoes. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Maybe I'll um, get one. So, but it's, I will say this. This article kind of talks about it. And I've ha- even before I read this article, and I chose it for the podcast, I've had moments where I actually start to feel guilty because River will ask me repeatedly during the day, hey, mm-hmm. do you think, like, my elf was, like, is she think I'm doing okay? Like, am I doing all the right oh, things? And I'm like, pressure. girl, oh. like, you're good. You know, you start to feel bad as a parent because you you don't want your child to be going about her day constantly worried about, right. or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to make her feel guilty or worried, like have this surveillance, you know, concept all the time. Right? right? right. It just makes you feel a little bit bad. So I don't know if you guys know this, um, but you cannot t- – like. Right. The, you cannot touch right. the elf, right? Or the right. magic goes so away. I, so we had a real crisis the other Saturday. River got oh, no. so excited. And so now I've learned that the elf has to, like, literally go up somewhere on a shelf. She got yeah. so excited, like, walking over and approaching her, the elf, that she knocked it down. <gasps> and honestly... We had to use tongs, like kitchen tongs, to, like, pick her back up. River oh worried the whole weekend that the elf had lost her magic. Oh. And in a, like, in a way that I was like, maybe this is, like, we've too taken far. this too far. Because, like, yeah. now my kid is, like, legit – my four-year-old is legit worried about this elf and the magic right. and that she did something bad. So we had to – I mean, we went over it a couple of times that whole weekend that, like, it's okay. It was an accident. Like, Santa yeah, understands. Yeah. The elf understands. Uh, so, and I have forgotten to move it a couple of times, but my, I get up in the middle of the night, I work the morning show, and my husband has, like, texted me, like, you forgot to move Pamela. I, like, don't worry. I got her up on I the chandelier. I got her on the chandelier, <laughs> you know? So, so far, it has been fun in our house, but I can see where... It could go too far. It could go a little too far. Exactly. Well, it's funny. I, um, I almost feel the same way about Santa. Like, sometimes I'll catch myself when the kids are, like, mm-hmm. I cannot get them to listen. Because it works so well. Yes. And I'm like, I sure hate for Santa to know yeah. that. I yeah. really don't want you to get yeah. cold this year. You know, and then I'm like, oh, I should not be, I like, know. It just threatening seems... that. Right, right. But I will Very say, I, um, so we don't have one, but I had to stop by my um, Bennett's uh, preschool the other day because she forgot her coat. Shocker. Um, and so I stopped by and like popped in her class and every, all the kids, I mean, you know, it's like 10 little four-year-olds sitting quietly. And I'm like, (laughs) what is going on in here? And they're like, and she's like, mom, the elf on the shelf just arrived. And like all of the kids, you guys, all of the kids just start like, like everyone was talking at once. Like it's up there. It's magic. You can't touch it. It's watching you. You have to behave. Like everyone at once was like so excited and also so scared of this elf. All at the same time. I was like, wow, this thing really does work. It's a mixed bag, right? 
But it, it does. Was, it was unbelievable to yeah. me that they all were like, I mean, obviously they had like just been talking about it. I right. think the teacher had like just gotten it out. But it was unbelievable. Like the power it had over that room of preschoolers. I was like, wow. I know. Pamela might be sticking around into the new year at my house just because. Well, that article said they have the elf and she threatens it. Yeah, like in July. July yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So what do you think, Hannah? You think you'll like whip out the elf on the shelf someday or you think you'll steer clear? I don't know. I don't know. I really haven't made that. That'll be something that I have to talk to my husband about. Yeah. It's a big commitment. (laughs) It's a big commitment. Well, now you know the The uh, pros and cons on both sides. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) Good. You guys split the. Yeah. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Mama, mama. Mom's the word. So I have a little mums this week. Um... And this probably, Hannah, might be a little bit too old for your little one. But um, this is something that we have multiple of because it works so well, especially when we travel, which is why I wanted to bring it up because I know a lot of folks are getting ready for some holiday travel. It's You can look it up on Amazon. Um, it's a toddler electronic doodle board. Um, but basically, it's a little – it comes in different colors, and it's a little board. It comes with a little stylus pen, right? And you can draw whatever you want on it and then click the button and it disappears. This thing will entertain your child for hours and hours and hours. Um, I will say, um, pro tip, get the one. I noticed when I was looking this up, this is like less than 20 bucks. It's an easy, cheap thing. I will say that there are some that have the little pen attached to the to the Oh, board. yes. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. that one right. because we have now lost all of our little right. pens. Um, but you can honestly use like any pen, you know, without a tip, right? You just have to use something. But they will use this in the car. They will use this during church or somewhere where you just need them to be quiet. I don't know why. It's it's almost like it's like an upgrade from the uh, Etch-a-Sketch kind of. Right. It's like basically the newer version of that. But it is amazing. Um, several of my kids have it. And I think um, we're getting a couple more for Christmas because that's just like how. Yeah. <laughs> how it works. How yeah. well they work. Everyone has to have one. So um, if you want one, less than 20 bucks, easy Christmas idea or a good thing for traveling, um, toddler electronic doodle On Amazon? On Amazon, Oh, yeah. Hannah, Amazon. Oh, There's yeah. I, I mean, I'll find that in a gif. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. No doubt. Okay, so this um, our second article today is this. Um, sorry, I just want to make sure I have the one. Yeah, her view from home, and this is mm-hmm. talking about um, sick kids, right? Like what happens when you're working and then you send your kid to daycare or preschool, or it's just a winter, and you are stuck with the idea that you're consistently getting texts or phone calls from your kid's school about you know, they're sick, what what do you do? Um, and so this mom talks about before she had kids, she kept her phone on silent at work and her husband was always giving her a hard time about it. But then she realized, you know, and you know this when you're a mom, 
that you you have to basically be available 24-7. And she talks about how uh, it was like the first week into daycare, you know, her, her kid was sick. She missed within like one month. She had missed like the the most of the month out being sick. But what I like about this um, about this article is this mom really gives her employer and her boss props, even though her her boss, you know, his kids are teenagers. He was like, no, listen, I totally get it. Um, I remember. I remember. Don't worry. And the author just talks about how she felt she felt guilty and like she wasn't a team mm-hmm. player. And, you know, she worried about her career and what her coworkers were thinking about her and just how much she appreciated the support from, uh, you know, from those people in her office who were like, yeah, like every single person has been there. And I, you know, never have we been more in the thick of it than right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's kidding. I mean, kid Hannah, your child is homesick, like literally right now, <laughs> right? Yes, I, yeah, I told you guys that before we started. I, I, you know, I don't know. It, we were talking about it's so hard to figure out. Is he sick? Is he teething? I don't know. But he's uncomfortable, right? And you have that mom guilt of like, well, I don't want to send him if he's uncomfortable. But then there's also that pressure, um, you know, to keep your work schedule. And uh, my husband and I have have been a good team, but I would say that's like our most challenging time is when the child is sick because who, you know, whose turn is it or, and and we are a good team and, and my husband's with him right now as we speak, but it's definitely something that weighs on you in Gosh, and starting a new job too, like absolutely, right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, and it mentions this in the article, but I'm always shocked. You know, um, recently I one of our kids was sick, and the pediatrician even said, like, "Hey, look, you know, Mm -hmm. she'll be better and could probably go to school in two days. You know, once she's fever free, whatever. But the cough will linger for you know a week, Mm -hmm. and so then it's like, well." So can I send her back? But in these, like, you know, post-COVID times, you don't want to send a kid to school who's coughing. It's just so tricky because when it gets to, like, a week, 10 days, well, you can't keep them home for 10 days, especially if you have multiple children. Like, you literally use all of your sick days, (laughs) right? you know, like, right there. I mean, it's just impossible to do. And that's what gets really tricky. Like, you know, if they're home, they're really sick, they're – throwing up they've got a fever that feels kind of obvious keep them home um but those like fringe days are what's hard and how do you know you know when you need to stay home and when you need to send them I think something my mom told me you know we weren't we didn't go to daycare I have two sisters and my mom stayed home with us but Uh um her perspective was just well what do you think like would you um if if you were another parent in the class Mm -hmm. and and that kid was sent into school like would you feel comfortable with that kid around charlie or like you know to a reasonable extent like not um not like oh I'm, i'm worried about it or whatever but like would you um, be okay if another parent sent your ki- sent their kid that way yeah, is basically right. what my mom was saying. And I was like, that's actually a really good way to think about and, it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And the other thing is now that, you know, kind of a silver lining of COVID is we do have masks, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of kids I've noticed at my kid's school, 
you know, they're getting over something, wear a mask for a couple days. Yeah. You know, I even know. if it's not COVID, like, it's fine. We've sent River to school with a mask a couple of days this school year because she had a cold. Um, we yeah. knew she was COVID negative. Um, River had RSV a couple of weeks ago and was sick for, like, a week. But then, again, she oh. had this, like, lingering, lingering cough. And she yeah. wore a mask. And she was fine. So, um yeah, you know, this is just one of those so mo- mom things. I'm just thinking also Riverhead Pink Eye a couple of weeks ago, and oh. my nanny had to – I mean, I literally got a text as I was about to go anchor the noon show, and I was like, well, shoot, like, what am I going to – you know, thank, and thank goodness thank goodness that you have – I have a support system because, man, right. it's, like, rough out there, mm-hmm. you know? Especially it's during I the do winter. Think yeah. that, I do think that people, as moms are in the workforce more, understand – I mean, my – manager at my new job is is a mom and her kids are teenagers or in, or in college you know young adults yeah. and she already gets it like she right. understands and not that um I haven't had to deal with him being sick other than you know this week and that hasn't affected my job yet but I just know that she gets it and my team gets it and they have been um very accepting and open like they just want you to be honest with them and you know do your work and they are I I already feel accepted if you will like I don't feel like I have to of course I want to perform but I don't feel like I have to prove myself I think they they trust you to on a level um and that's another great thing about I I I feel like I made a good decision (laughs) yeah that's awesome and that's something I will say I um here even I mean Mm -hmm. our managers and our bosses here are so understanding I'm fortunate that I can work from home a lot and it's so nice and I feel so Mm -hmm. blessed to be able to not have to make those tough decisions anymore as much you know Um, it might mean working at night or you know kind of shifting my schedule a bit but it is so 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 much easier to go through this if you have co-workers and managers who get it and I do think I would like to think that um that's shifting a bit and that more and more um, managerial staff are realizing that that's the way they need to be right in this day and Mm -hmm. age. Like they need to support working moms or else we're not going to be working anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 Win of the week. Hannah, do you have a win this week, this month? Yeah, I I do. I mean, I feel like we just got a new job, so that's good. Yeah. 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 That's a great question to ask. And, you know, something I wanted to say when you were asking about my decision uh, to move into the new job, I, it, and it's not an afterthought. I mean, it it really, um, something that went into that was, it, it was a prayerful decision. I think my husband and I prayed a lot about what to do and whether to make the transition. And I really felt led at the time to make the jump into communications. And then, you know, looking back, it's like, wow, I loved my news job, but this is really good. This I feel like my win is you you did the right thing. Looking back, this is what God's plan was. And you just need to, you know, s- stay the course and and you know do 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 what you felt led to do. And um we we got to go on a, a mini vacation this weekend. It was our first weekend out of town. So that was another little win for us was that we left baby with grandma nice. for a oh, couple for the days first time yeah for the first time oh so we did it feel to, so nice yeah, we went to my husband's um work 
party, uh, work holiday party, and it was out of town. So uh, nice. we got to Did go. Did you sleep and... in? Yes, I slept. You're going to laugh. I slept 13 hours the first night. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That makes me next, so, so. – like, that makes my heart happy. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's great. But that now, great. like, I have this fresh perspective on life. Like, wow, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm getting through my son's little sickness right now. Yeah. But, like, this is the way it's meant to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. where I need to be. So Yeah, oh. what a great two, feeling. Two, You've made one all the big right decisions. Win. Yeah. Yeah, one big win and one smaller scale, you know, little win of a weekend getaway. Absolutely. Hey, that 13 hours of sleep is not a small <laughs> victory. That is a huge thing. Right. It always amazes me when I get a good night's sleep. I'm like, oh, wow. I feel like a normal person again. Like yeah. I can think straight. Everything's happy. Yes. Like it's just totally different when you have that much sleep under your belt. Well, good oh, for you. Yes. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Hannah. It was lovely to talk with you. I'm so glad that your job transition has gone smoothly. And I think that's really a good message for so many moms out there that, you know, no matter where you are in life, you can shift things up. Um, you know, make some changes and do what you feel like is right and end up in a really happy place. Yeah. So good yeah. for you for, for doing that. Thanks. And thanks for asking me to come on. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate your, uh, devotion to talking about things mom, moms want to hear and especially working moms. <laughs> well, we appreciate you and thanks so much and have a wonderful, uh, holiday season and good luck in your new job. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Anna. Anchor Moms, the podcast. Thanks for listening.